Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Well, we did something new again. We're doing two parts because Peyton fell asleep. And I just thought, like, I'm not going to keep going. Well, I'm going to read the last page to catch everybody up, even though you probably just listened to the other one, but that's okay. So the end of the last page was, What's so funny? asked Heidi, wiping her nose. The lilac powder, said Aunt Trudy. Lilac powder makes witches sneeze. It does? Yep. Every time, Aunt Trudy said, every time Aunt Trudy said, Heidi found this very interesting. Does it work on all witches, she asked? Every last one. Wow, thought Heidi. I could use this lilac powder on Principal Penny Packer. If he sneezes, I'll know for sure he's a witch. Oh, uh-huh. May I take a satchel home, Heidi asked. Sure, said Aunt Trudy. As she began to sweep the floor, I've got plenty of lilac powder. Heidi stuck the satchel into her pocket. She had forgotten all about being a flower girl. Now, all she could think about was how to get Principal Pennypacker to smell the lilac powder. Chapter four. Okay, do you think he's a witch? Yeah. I do too. I thought he was a witch a long time ago. Because he said something weird and I was like, wait a darn taking minute. I don't remember, but... if you guys are listening, when did I mention it for the very first time? I found the first book. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a while ago. Okay. Chapter four. Flower power. On Monday, Heidi spied on Principal Penny Packer at school. She hadn't figured out exactly how she was going to get him to sniff the powder, but she had had to find a way. She sat on the school steps and watched principal, the principal oversee the children at the drop-off. He waved and talked to the parents who had rolled down their car windows. Hmm, thought Heidi. Drop-off is too busy. I'll have to find a better time. On the way to art class, Heidi saw Principal Pennypacker giving a tour to a mother and two children. Heidi remembered what it was like to be new. I'm sure glad that's not me, she thought. Mm. Heidi paused at the water fountain as she drank and kept an eye on the principal. He showed the family... He showed the family the student artwork hanging in the hallway. I'll never get him to sniff this lilac powder when he's on a school tour, she thought. Heidi wiped her mouth with the back of her hand and continued down the hall. Principal Pennypacker smiled as he passed by, as she passed by, meaning she meaning Heidi. At lunch, Heidi chose a seat near the faculty table. The principal sat at the head of the table. She watched him eat a slice of pizza. If only I could sprinkle just a little lilac powder on his pizza, thought Heidi. But it would just be way too obvious. Lacey and Bruce Bickerson set their lunch trays down next to Heidi. So, how's the whole flower girl thing going, asked Lucy. Eh, same, same, said Heidi. Mostly boring and pretty dumb. Lucy laughed. You're so funny, she said. Most girls would have given anything to be a flower girl. Heidi shrugged and pulled the cheese off her pizza. Hey, that's like what a lot of kids do. Yeah. I don't like 
like to do that. That's true. Not me, she said. At recess, Heidi stood in line for Foursquare and watched Principal Pennypacker. He was talking to the teacher, Miss Welly. Darn, thought Heidi. He's always with somebody. Then she noticed a patch of dandelions uh, on the playing field behind, behind the principal, and this gave Heidi an idea. If she, she sprinkled some on and gave it to him, then he would smell them. I think that's exactly what she's going to do. She stepped out of line, ran to the field, and began to pick dandelions. Then she pulled out the satchel of lilac powder out of her pocket. Heidi undid the string and sprinkled the powder on top of the flowers. Then she skipped toward the principal with her bouquet. Hello, Heidi, said the principal. I hear you're going to be in a wedding this weekend. What fun! Sort of, said Heidi. Then... She held the flowers out, sniffing. Oh, hello. You coming over here? In sniffing range, would you like to smell my fresh-picked flowers? Principal Pennypacker leaned over. Why? I would love to, he said. He smelled the dandelions. Heidi waited for a big sneeze. But nothing. What happened? She pulled the dandelions out from under Principal's nose and walked away. That's weird, she thought. Heidi sniffed the dandelions to see if the powder still worked. Achoo, achoo, achoo! Ma, thought Heidi as she tossed the dandelions into the bushes. I guess Principal Pennypacker is not a witch after all. She was a bit disappointed. It had been fun spying on him. Oh well, she thought, and then she ran back to play Foursquare. He sneezed. And she didn't see it. Chapter 5. Pirate Booty. Bootay. Uh, wedding talk was, on, was the only talk at the Heckelbeck house all week. On Friday, in a large van, uh, Friday, a large van delivered tables, chairs with a large white tent. On Saturday, several people in matching aprons set the tables and cooked the food in the Heckelbeck's kitchen. The wedding would begin at four o'clock that afternoon. Holy cow. Soon it was time to get ready. Dad, Uncle Ned, and Henry got dressed in Henry's room. Wait, who's getting married? Her, um, another one of her aunts. So it's her dad's sister. So her mom's sister is the witch, and her, one of her dad's sisters is getting married. Dang it, because I thought her, aunt, her mom's aunt. I know. Like, Mr. Penny. It? Yep, I know. That's, I'm telling you, they're going to get married. Um, in, in Henry's room, Heidi, Mom, and Aunt Sophie and Aunt Trudy got ready in Heidi's parents' bedroom. Mom clasped Aunt Sophie's pearl necklace. Aunt Trudy tied Heidi's sash and clipped the powder blue flower in Heidi's hair. Hold still, Missy, said Aunt Trudy. But this dress is itching me. Oh, gosh, that's so horrible, huh? She said, or I mean, said Heidi. Heidi did her best to hold still. Then Henry burst into the bedroom in his tuxedo. He had a plastic sword in his hand and a black eye patch over his left eye. Ahoy, me hearties, cried Henry as he jumped onto an ottoman and pretended to scan the horizon. Heidi ignored Henry's behavior, but she studied his outfit. You look like a miniature man, she said. Henry planted his fists on his hips. Methinks I'm a well-dressed pirate, he said. And my treasure chest is 
chock full of loot. Do you know what loot means? Like a bunch uh, of uh, treasure. Yeah. 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 And I thought you were gonna say chalk, and I was like, oh, oh, no. What kind of loot? Asked Heidi. It better not be anything from my room. Sparkling jewels and dazzling gems, shouted Henry. And today I added a very valuable ring to my treasure. Heidi had a funny feeling. She knew what kind of ring Henry had added to his loot. She ran across the room and grabbed Henry by the arm and dragged him into the hall. Do you have Aunt Sophie's wedding ring, asked Heidi. Of course, said Henry, I'm the ring bearer. And he's like, he's like this with his hands, rawr. The ring bearer, Heidi corrected. Now, where is it? What? asked Henry. The ring! It's in my treasure chest, said Henry. Does Uncle Ed know you have it in your treasure chest? No, Henry admitted. Well, you better give it back, said Heidi. But Dad gave it to me, argued Henry. I don't care if Dad gave it to you. Get it? Get it now, Heidi said. No. If Uncle Ned doesn't have the ring, he and Aunt Sophie won't be able to get married. Oh, no, said Henry. Will you help me look for it? Look for it? Oh, my gosh. Heidi let out a heavy sigh. Ugh, come on, she said. We haven't got much time before the wedding begins. Wait, did you say look for it? Yeah, because I think it's in, um, like, in mixed up with the jewelry. Let's see. Chapter 6, What If? Henry flipped open the skull latch, and his wooden pirate chest had emptied the contents onto the playroom floor. (gasps) Look, I Heidi and Henry combed through the silver and gold plastic coins, beaded necklaces. Oh, and beaded necklaces. Heidi spied a fake ring and a plastic hot dog and a plastic hot dog in a pile. Interesting. Okay, he needs to stop playing. I know. But there isn't a wedding ring. I can't believe you really lost the ring, Heidi said. Well, I didn't mean to, said Henry. Maybe it's in the toy chest, Heidi suggested. She ran to the toy chest and flung open the lid. Then she began to toss the puppets, dodgeballs, and plastic army men over her shoulder. Henry found a kaleidoscope. He peeked in the lens and twisted it around. Honestly, I think the one, I think she shouldn't be helping him. No offense, but because then, like, maybe he can get in trouble. Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. Well, if you want, if she wants her brother to get in trouble, then her brother's going to want her to get in trouble. So if she tries to help him, he's going to try and help her. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I know that okay. instinct is to tattletale, but it's so much better when you're in deep, okay, deep okay, doo-doo. Okay, And somebody says, okay, Mom, I'm going to help you. Heidi, Heidi glared at Henry. Put that down, she shouted. Don't you know that you're in huge trouble? Henry, Henry dropped the kaleidoscope and began searching through the trunk, but there was no ring. Heidi tipped over a tub full of sports equipment, super balls and tennis balls rolled across the floor what if we don't find the ring asked henry then there really won't be a wedding said heidi and if there isn't a wedding then what then i won't have to wear this dumb dress said heidi hey that's mean said henry it is not really that cute though (laughs) besides you look kind of pretty in that dress heidi stopped searching and looked at her brother thanks little man she said then They carefully sorted through the sports equipment on the floor, but they still didn't find the ring. They looked upstairs, downstairs, and under the sofas and the chairs, but the wedding ring was still nowhere to be found. Let's face it, said Henry. I'm dead. Uh, pretty much, said Heidi. 
but I have an idea. Chapter seven, Razzle Dazzle. What's your idea? Asked Henry. Follow me, said Heidi. They zoomed down the hall to Heidi's room, shut the door. Henry closed the door behind him. Then Heidi knelt to the floor and pulled out the book of spells and her witches of Westwick medallion from under her bed. It's a good thing I'm a witch, she said, said Heidi. You're not kidding. You're not kidding, said Henry. Heidi ran her finger down the contents of the page and found a chapter called Jewelry. She flipped through the pages to a spell called Ring Replacer. What does that, what does it say, Henry asked? Heidi, Heidi read the spell out loud. Has your favorite ring fallen down the drain? Perhaps you're a ring bearer in a wedding and you have no ring to bear. Oh, come on, it doesn't say that. Come on. If you're a witch in need of a ring, then the ring replacer is the spell for you. Henry pumped his fist. I'm saved, he cried. You're not saved yet, said Heidi, as she looked at the clock radio and the wedding the wedding starts in 30 minutes. Heidi read the spell ingredients. One paper clip, one teaspoon of sugar, one rhinestone. Mix ingredients together in a bowl. Hold your witches of Westwick medallion in one hand. Place your hand over the mixture and follow the words. Razzle, dazzle, bling, bling, bling. Turn this mix into a ring. Heidi put down the book of spells to get a paperclip. Get a paperclip from my desk, said Heidi. Okay, said Henry. Or how about this? Okay, said Henry. Probably because he's so excited, huh, Pei? I'm going to get the sugar and the rhinestone. I'll be right back. Heidi raced downstairs. She quickly measured a teaspoon of sugar and placed it in a small bowl. Then she ran back to her room room and opened the dresser. She pulled out her Dancer Diva t-shirt and picked off a rhinestone. Then she dropped the rhinestone into the bowl. Henry added the paperclip. We're all ready, said Heidi. Oh, gosh. Uh Uh-oh. She slipped the medallion around her neck and held, held it in one hand. She placed her other hand over the mixture and chanted the spell. Heidi uncovered the bowl and they both looked inside. A ring with a huge pink stone and a claw-like, in a claw-like setting sat at the bottom of the bowl. Heidi picked it up. Whoa, he said, that's big and bold and all wrong, declared Heidi. It doesn't look like anything like Aunt Sophie's wedding ring. Now what are we going to do, asked Henry. There's only one thing left to do, said Heidi. What, Henry asked. Fess up, said Heidi. Oh my gosh, would you be freaking out, Peyton? Yes. Heidi pushed Henry into the bedroom. She watched from the door to see what would, ha- what would happen. Uncle Ned smiled and Henry at Henry and did a deep knee bend in his tuxedo. Dad ties his bow tie. Ready to roll, asked Dad. We have to be in our positions in 15 minutes. Henry stood in front of his dad. Is something the matter, Dad asked. Henry looked at the floor. Well, sort of, he began. It's about Aunt Sophie's ring. The ring, Dad, exclaimed Dad. I almost forgot. Then he reached into his pocket and pulled out Aunt Sophie's ring. Henry's jaw dropped. Where did you find it? 
Nowhere, said Dad. I've had it all along. Henry blinked in disbelief. You didn't think I'd give you the real ring, did you? Dad asked with a wink. It wasn't real, asked Henry. No, said Dad. It was just a practice. Now, let's get your pillowing ready. I kind of thought that that was crazy that his dad gave him the ring, huh? Yeah. Henry grabbed the ring pillow from on top of the dresser. Then Dad snapped the ring in place. Uncle Ned attached his wedding band beside it. Can you take care of the real rings until we exchange the vows? Asked Uncle Ned. Oh, definitely, said Uncle Henry. I mean, Uncle Henry. Nope. Definitely, said Henry. And I promise not to take my eyes off of them. Great. Then let's have ourselves a wedding, said Dad. Chapter 9. A little princess. Heidi stepped into the backyard and gasped. At one end of the yard stood a white garden archway swirled with pale pink roses. Yeah? Now they have real rings. Yep. Oh, they have an extra ring. That's real big. That's true. White folding chairs had been set up in rows in front of the archway with a path down the middle. Two of Heidi's cousins played the guitars as the guests took their seats. On one side of the yard were tables decorated with white linens, daisies, and votive candles. White paper lanterns had been strung in the tree branches. Next to the tables was a great white tent with tables and a dance floor and a live band. Wow, thought Heidi, this looks like something out of a fairy tale. Then it dawned on her, this must be why I'm dressed up like a princess. Heidi felt a tingle of magic. Here, said Mom, holding Heidi, her, handing Heidi her flowers. Oh, her flower girl basket. Heidi lifted the basket to her nose. Mmm, she thought. The roses smell so sweet. Then she took her place next to Henry, who held out his ring, who held out his ring pillow proudly. When the guests had all been seated, the wedding, mus- the wedding music began. Good luck, Henry whispered. You too. Henry whispered back before walking down the aisle. Heidi followed behind Henry. She felt beautiful as she tossed all of the flower petals along the aisle. All the guests smiled at Heidi and she smiled back. Being in the spotlight isn't so bad, Heidi thought. Then the wedding march began. Aunt Sophie walked down the aisle. She held a bouquet of freshly cut white roses in her hand. She took, she took her place at Uncle Ned, um, next to Uncle Ned. The bride and groom exchanged wedding rings and vows. Then they kissed. Ew, said Henry a little too loudly. And everyone laughed and clapped for the bride and groom. Then the party began. Heidi and Henry danced on the lawn. They ate grilled chicken, hamburgers, and double fudge cake with vanilla cream cheese frosting. Everyone laughed and clapped and clapped again when Henry caught the bride's bouquet. Wow, good for him. Later, later on, Heidi and Henry blew bubbles at Aunt Sophie and Uncle Ned as they left for their honeymoon. Heidi sighed dreamily. I love weddings, she said. What? questioned Henry. But I thought you hated weddings. Not anymore, said Heidi. Chapter 10, Harvest Moon.
The next day, Heidi and Aunt Trudy went to Harvest Moon to buy some ingredients for Trudy's brews. Harvest Moon had regu- had a regular grocery st- had regular grocery store items, but they also had hard to find products that witches used in brews. Heidi got a shopping cart and steered into the store. So, how did you like being a flower girl? Asked Aunt Trudy as she pulled out her shopping list. It was so much better than I thought, said Heidi. I actually had a great time. Wow, said Aunt Trudy. What a change you what changed your thinking? Heidi shrugged. I don't know, she said. It was different from what I expected. How so? asked Aunt Trudy. Well, I thought it was going to be embarrassing to wear a fancy dress and walk down the aisle in front of that many people, but it wasn't. It was completely magical. Aunt Trudy smiled. I thought it was magical too. I am so glad that you had a good time. Me too, agreed Heidi. I had the I had the wrong idea about flower girls. Well, some things are not always what we expect them to be, Aunt Trudy said. No kidding, said Heidi. They high-fived and then Aunt Trudy pulled a jar of bee pollen from the shelf and placed it into the cart. She checked her list. Heidi, would you find the bay leaves, she asked. I'll get the pickled ginger and then we can meet at the checkout line. Sure, said Heidi. Heidi walked down a few rows and then on the spice and found the spice aisle. When she, when she was partway down, she saw a man duck around the corner into the next aisle. He was bald except for tufts of hair above each ear. Um, who do you think that is, Peyton? Hey, thought Heidi, is that Principal Pennypacker? She ran down the aisle and peeked around the corner, but when she looked, he was gone. That's weird. It must have just been my imagination. Or was it? Peyton! Mr. Pennypacker was at the grocery store where they were. Well, they were getting, well, she was getting witch ingredients, which means he was probably at that grocery store to get witch ingredients too. Are you freaking out? Mm-hmm. I'm freaking out too. She's not freaking out. She's actually starting to fall asleep. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 